0: Life has many lessons to teach us and each day it seems like the lessons, principles and books we should read and learn keeps getting more and heavier each passing day. While most of these lessons are for our own benefit, some are rather questionable. Maybe it's because they've been corrupted by society and we're now being coarse into believing lies is truth, but this is too broad of a topic to cover in this video. So today we'll be taking you through some of the biggest lies society wants you to believe And by the end of this video, my hope is you'll feel better at yourself, as we debunk some of these lies. Number 1. Health comes from medicine Every ad on the face of the earth somehow suggests that we need to pop a pill for everything. If you're stressed, take antidepressants. If you need an immunity boost, how about a vitamin C tablet in your water before you leave? The list of alternative medicines you can use to boost, prevent, and even cure is too long to fit on our segment today. But is medicine really healthy? On the contrary, medicine is not the source of true health. Health is acquired from genetics and a good environment and conscious lifestyle choices. So you should always seek the attention of a doctor when you're ill, but perhaps in the future, before going to get your doctor to prescribe you a sleeping pill next time you're battling insomnia, instead you could try meditation or a relaxing cup of chamomile tea. Maybe you'll end up discovering some new forms of healing. If you work hard, you'll attain financial freedom. If I were to ever put a huge billboard of one of the five biggest lies society tells us, it would read something like this, hard work equals financial freedom. You see folks, financial freedom needs you to be knowledgeable about how you make your money, how you spend your money, save your money, and invest your money. That's how you'll achieve financial freedom. Hard work is best left for the gym, where we have no other shortcuts but to put in some physical strength. 3. You'll be happy after marriage. You'll find yourself very unhappy when you get into a marriage with the sole purpose of finding happiness. This is because that story going around that finding and spending your whole life with someone will bring you happiness is unfortunately a sham. Marriage doesn't in any way bring happiness, it's actually the two people who get into a marriage that brings happiness. A lot of people carry a box filled with happiness in their hearts, and then they put it all in this bigger box called marriage. Slowly, they begin to use and replenish whatever they have in the box, ensuring that it never ends. This is because they know that you cannot get anything from an empty box, which is usually what people seeking to find happiness in marriage hope for. Also, each individual in the marriage is responsible for their own happiness. You cannot place such a task on someone else when you yourself can't find what makes you happy. 4. Fair Complexion Means Beauty Society has formed a standard for most things in life. And the most used is the standard of beauty, which is skinny and fair skin, or at least it was for the last century. I'm glad that people are embracing the different forms of beauty out there because people don't come in a one-size-fits-all description. Whether you have thick thighs or no thighs at all, you're beautiful. Don't let society's lies steal your shine. 5. There are heroes and there are villains My mantra in life is that there's a little bad in every good person, just as there's a little good in a bad person. If you've been around for some time, you know that the world isn't always black and white. There's actually a lot of grey areas. Good people do wrong and make wrong decisions sometimes, and some horrible people can be some of the nicest you'll ever meet. The fact is that we are merely human. Heroes or villains, it's up to you to decide how you see people and the world, and not the world dictating it for you. 6. Deep pockets reflect a person's success. In the olden days when families used to get together for weekends, vacations, and holidays, remember those? Our aunties had a way of picking out who was rich and who was not. Whoever was the biggest spender in a family event and drove a car and had a comfortably nice house was assumed to be the richest one of them all. What they didn't know is that they were wrong and had been fooled into thinking this. Those relatives who spend big were also the ones who were neck deep in debt. Their cars were bought on loan, the house had to be paid a monthly mortgage fee, and their credit card debt was through the roof. A successful person would dress simply, have an average home and a simple car. They wouldn't spend on impulse or go over budget. At least now you know how to tell them apart if you ever need to. 7. Love means intimacy. Love makes the world go round, and we all have our definition of what love is. Some definitions bear some truth to them, while others are far from it and could even be termed as a lie. One good example is that love means intimacy. In fact, being intimate with someone and being in love with them Has no correlation whatsoever. So if you chose to be intimate with someone, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're in love with them. That's why you should never feel pressured to prove your love by being intimate with anyone. 8. Every Story Has a Happily Ever After As soppy, romantic human beings, we all wish that every story of our lives ends up being a happy one. Whether it's our career story or our love life stories, we can't seem to detach from the movie love stories sold to us on soap operas. In a real sense, sometimes marriages break and relationships grow sour. It sometimes gets so bad that two people can no longer stand each other whatsoever. The good news is under such circumstances, you can choose to turn it into a learning curve. Just grab the lessons and run. You might end up falling in love twice. 9. True love only strikes once Speaking about love, do any of you believe in trying to live? That somehow we are destined to be born, and find that one person who truly loves us? However sweet and romantic that sounds like, it's a big lie created by society, and even science supports my theory. Apparently, a single human can fall in love up to three times in one lifetime. If you really take the time to think about it, you'll realize that you were fooled, or is it that you didn't truly love your high school crush? But now the probability is that you aren't married to that high school sweetheart you so readily gave your heart to once. Neither are you married to just some rando because I believe you may have fallen in love twice in your lifetime. There are also the others who have a long love story filled with love and passion with many partners, like a cat in its nine lives. 10. If you work hard, you'll get rich. If you're not rich, it's your fault. I wonder why we still associate being rich with hard work, as if we don't know the stories of most of the people on the rich list. A good number of them never had to work hard in their lives, but were instead born into riches. Another few dropped out of school and used their wits to get them to stardom. Then why is it the society is still hung up on hard work making you rich? Maybe it's because that's the only way to get more children to stay in school and spare you the embarrassment of an unruly child. The truth is those who believe in pulling their sleeves and are willing to put in the work will reap the rewards in due time. If that was so, donkeys would be the richest creatures in the entire world. Additionally, you aren't at fault if you aren't a billionaire when you're 40, because only a small percentage have the chance to have such an opportunity and make good out of it. 11. As a parent, you have a favorite child. Being a parent is a fulfilling and tiring job that will force you to take different actions any day, depending on your child's specific needs. The most unfair way to return this good is by claiming that every parent must have a favorite child, though that is very far from the truth because a mother's maternal love is enough to be shared between all her children. Also, I think it's a selfish presumption to make more so when the mother is a mom to twins or triplets. Don't feel bad as a parent that you have different regimens specialized for different children on different days. Because one day you'll wake up and your last born will want to be carried around all day. Another day the clingy kid will be your first born child. It's never straightforward. 12. Going to university and getting good grades is everything in life. If we do a survey seeking to find how many people went to a university versus how many people are successful, what do you think we would find? I'll tell you, you'll find that your whole life was a lie. And your success was never tied to going to university. Even your good grades won't add any dollars to your bank account unless you use them smartly. Think of how many millionaires and billionaires didn't go to university, or how many of them quit soon after enrolling. There are about a handful, but in the end they made what they had work for them, which helped them achieve great success. However, that doesn't mean that these people don't read. They do have the knowledge, just that they seek knowledge on things that are beneficial to them, aside from current affairs. If you have talent, find a way to capitalize on that and whatever else you have. Then you'll know for sure that good grades aren't everything. 13. You're all exceptional. We've all heard this phrase before, mostly in classrooms or in our work area. Teachers and our superiors usually use this phrase to make everyone feel equal. But unfortunately, this phrase is far from the truth because there's no way we can all be exceptional. And if it happens that we're all exceptional, then in a real sense, none of us is. We all must accept that we can't all be superheroes like Clark Kent, because there wouldn't be anyone left to save if we're all superhuman. That's why I accept that I'm a normal human being even though I'm exceptionally talented in different areas. Doesn't mean that I'm less of anything and neither are you. 14. After marriage, a woman must change. That assumes that a woman must change after she gets married. As if it's not enough that she moves out of the comfort of her house or her parents' house to move in with a partner, and changing her last name to match yours still doesn't matter. Typically speaking, society believes this is true. No wonder you see women change their wardrobes into those lucky-looking outfits. Also they forget about fashion and just dress for the sole purpose of covering their bodies. The truth is, no, it's not necessary that a woman must change after marriage. It doesn't make you any less married if you chose to remain as the woman you knew before you got married. I'd also like to believe that your husband would like your former self much better because it's the woman he fell in love with.